Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. Valentine podcast. My name is Colin. And my name is Lindsay. And, uh, in, I don't think we have any particular updates for you guys today. Uh, we are working on stuff in the background, but I don't think any of it's quite ready to be up yet. Except to announce that June 1st has passed, so shadowy. Lugia is going to be sent out to all our patrons. Uh, that being said, if you want to pick up the possum pattern on Patreon, uh, Patreon, that's how it's pronounced, yeah, uh, you can join that, and that is the uh, Patreon pattern for the month of June. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, with that out of the way, um, I've been obsessed with iced coffee lately. That's my yes. He's gone full-blown right into this. I've what? He's, you've gone full-blown into this. It's super, it's super good. Um, no, uh, I'm kind of jealous because it did, it did taste good when you let me have a sip. You can't have any. It's mine. Uh, you get rude. boba tea and I don't touch your boba tea, so. Oh, rude. It's not rude. We each have our own thing. It's fine. Um, so, uh, today we are talking about Walt Disney's... The Aristocats. It is a 1970 film. It is also, interestingly enough, the last movie that Walt Disney ever personally gave like the thumbs up to. Oh, actually. Yes. Uh, it was one of the previous movies. No, 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 no. no. Uh, the previous one was the last one released during his lifetime. This oh. was the last film project to be approved by him personally before his death. Oh, so he's just like, okay, cool, you can make it. And then the other one was released, and then he died. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, this is, and it's the first film his studio made without him. So. Ah, so yeah. they're just like, ah, so sad. Maybe that's why they're like, okay, time to write a will in this movie. <laughs> they, well, no, because the pitch would have already been out there, because he had to, like... Approve it. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, the Aristocats is, um... For those of you who haven't seen it, you should see it, but um, a retired opera singer with a lovely white cat named Duchess and the cat, Duchess's three children, Marie, Berlioz, and Toulouse. You know uh, what isn't explained? Who's their real father? I'm assuming that she had Duchess bred. Yeah, that sounds legit. Um... Because she wanted kittens, and so she probably... Because I feel like a litter of three cats isn't a lot. It doesn't really... Like, you can't really choose the amount you get. No, but, but like... Let me look this up. Uh, average uh, kitten litter size. Just, like, on... Okay, four... Uh, it can range from 1 to 12. So, like, I don't know. Oh, it's, my goodness. It's possible that maybe she had a uh, duchess bred. And um, part of the arrangement was, like, oh, okay, you can keep some of the babies, and I'll keep some of the babies. Right? That's fair. I would say, honestly, the, the average kitten size is probably, like, 6. Yeah. 5 or 6. Just because, like, every time any of our cats have had kittens, it's been around that amount. Yeah. But. Or perhaps the father's dead. 
Okay, well, that's depressing. I'm going to assume that he's just another rich lady's cat. Yeah. Uh, And somewhere there's an alternate movie playing where it's the guy with his three kittens. So, uh, anyways, uh, the madame, or as I believe we know her, her name is Adelaide. Yes, uh, Madame Adelaide. Uh, So... She is getting her will done, and she wills everything to her cats. Also, I'd like to point out that after the cats is Edgar, her, I don't know, butler or something. Yes. And he's not very smart, because he counts, like, he adds all the lifespans of the cats, as opposed to being like, okay, every cat... The will states that the cats get everything, and once the cats are gone, it all reverts to Edgar. Yes. And then he's like, okay, well, every cat lives, like, I don't know, 12 years, and then he adds that up, and it's just like, they're all getting, like, well, around he, he, 12 He also years does four or- times 12, so first of all, he's like, every cat is going to live an individual 12 years longer than the other. It's like, yeah, no, they're so all going like, to live about 12 years, and then he's like, and every cat has nine lives. Except that like the the mother is probably like not already, going like, yeah she's not going to last as long as the other kittens so he's just not a very right man which is probably yeah. why he didn't succeed in his catnapping yeah um like even in the wikipedia article which i you know if you guys don't know i usually have it open for any sort of references or trivia i need to pull up it says, after erroneously calculating, he will die before he can inherit. So he plots to eliminate the cats. So he spikes all of their milk cream with sleeping pills. Um, and then takes them and drives them out to the countryside in a basket. Um, we're not quite sure what he was planning to do. But uh, he's ambushed by two hounds named Napoleon and Lafayette. Uh, he loses nice. his hat, sidecar, umbrella, shoes, and basket before escaping. And the cats are left stranded in the countryside. Yes, and then they meet a lovely, lovely little cat. Well, actually, he is quite a Casanova. He is, yes. Um, he is not very lovely. He is a, but he's adorable. He's a huge flirt. Um, he, his name is um, Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. His full name is Abraham DeLacy Giuseppe Casey Thomas O'Malley. But that's not important, actually, at all. Um, I like that he go like he must have a favorite name because he goes by Thomas O'Malley. Yeah. Um. So they end up, you know, meeting geese and they go on like an adventure together as they are trying to get home. Am um, I the only one that found the geese more troublesome than they were worth? They were funny though. I mean, they were, but they're just like, oh man, you know what? This cat must be trying to swim. He he couldn't have possibly yeah. fallen into the river and is trying to get out. So we'll teach him how to swim, and then they almost kill him. Yeah. Um. They, they then end up meet up. They uh, uh, I can I can speak. I promise. They then end up meeting with O'Malley's friends, the Alley Cats, uh, and a bunch of other musicians who, um, they sing the best song in the movie. Everybody wants to be a cat. And then uh, after the band gut leaves, O'Malley and Duchess uh, sit together on a nearby rooftop. And after putting the kittens to after, bed. Yes, after putting the kittens to bed. And we learn that O'Malley has actually fallen genuinely in love with her. And the kittens. That's, very also, that's also very important. Yeah. 
Um, so the next day, Duchess and the kittens return to the mansion. Edgar, however, finds them before Madame does, places them in a sack, and decides to ship them away to Timbuktu. I would also like to add that while he is hiding the kittens, he decides to put them in the oven. Yeah, in a sack. It's not, it's not on. Yeah. Good. It's just but, to play at his hiding spot. But it's just like, that is so, so scary. Um... However, their little mouse friend, Rockfort, catches up to O'Malley, informs him of the situation. Rockfort goes to get the other alley cats. Um, and then eventually O'Malley, the alley cats, and the horse named Fru-Fru, who's fabulous. We love her. Yes. Uh, fight Edgar while Rockfort frees Duchess and the Kittens. At the end of the fight, Edgar is locked in his own packing case, and he himself is sent to Timbuktu. And then at the at the end, it's also... I find this very funny, but he... But the Duchess... The madame yeah. is like, oh, man, if only Edgar knew about the will, he never would have left. And it's just like, mm, mm, no, yeah. yeah. She, so she's not aware of why he left. And she... Um, Which is probably a good thing. Like, Yeah. She adopts O'Malley into the family and establishes a charity foundation. Uh, which will house the stray alley cats of Paris in her mansion. And the song ends with everyone singing once again, everybody wants to be a cat. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, overall, I don't, I, I probably, I don't know if we explained it very well. I think It's we did. also implied that there are going to be more kittens in the future. Potentially. Yes. Very um, like. <laughs> yes. It's a good movie though. Um, overall. I enjoyed it's it. Incredibly, I love cats. Well, yes, but like, it's incredibly sweet and it's warm. It's so cute too. Yeah, like, it's one of those movies that you can't really help but just love. <laughs> um, absolutely, no, there's nothing wrong with it at all, right? Like, there's movies that, we, there's just movies that we've seen where it's like, oh man, this is terrible. Uh, there is a little bit of racism with a cat who is, you know. Siamese cat. Yeah, and presented as Asian with, like, uh, the stereotype buck teeth and playing the piano with chopsticks but it's even that is extremely extremely brief um you know what Siamese cats are actually so so beautiful like I love Siamese cats yeah um but yeah it's so that's the story of the movie the animation it's very similar actually to 101 Dalmatians yeah I didn't I point that out no you no not in this one. Oh, you sorry no I you was thinking thought about it I Oh, you know what? It's kind of like 101 Dalmatians fused together with Lady and the Tramp. That's that's fair. Yeah. I, I mentioned Lady and the Tramp because it's like, oh, no. You said Yeah, you said story-wise it felt like Lady and the Tramp. Animation-wise, it looks a lot like 101 Dalmatians. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is what I, yeah. So it's like a fusion piece, I guess. <laughs> yeah, fusion piece. I liked it. I think... I don't know. I feel like dogs get a lot of attention, and I do love dogs so much. I just personally like cats a little bit more. Yeah. So this one was very touching to me. I think I would have liked to see more variation in cats, but I understand that, like, animation-wise, it it was very hard to make those kind of details where it's like yeah. stripes and well, exactly. like, like tabbies and. Well, and it's also and like it's really cattle. hard. Like they were actually going to give O'Malley stripes. Really? Yeah, they wanted him to be a tabby. Um, but I would like to imagine that, you know, what? It, but it's they, basically, they were like, it, oh man, it was really hard to animate. It's hard Shere to Khan find in Jungle Book. I don't so. even think there's like, um, 
like a, a cat that's orange without ta- like stripes. Yeah. I, I think it's if there is, it's very hard to find them. So I would like to imagine that he like he is actually a tabby. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and like because he doesn't really have like a specific breed, obviously. So I I think it's to- just implied like he's just he's an alley cat. Yeah, he's just a mix. Yeah, but no, he he's very nice. Um, fun fact: the cats or the the kittens, sorry, are all named after famous French figures. Oh, actually, yes. So Who's Toulouse Marie? is named after French painter Henri de Toulouse Lautrec. Oh, that's so cute. That's why he was the painter yes. in the in the family. Um, Marie is named after the last queen of France, Marie Antoinette. Is did she also? Sing? Um, I don't know. Because that was like Marie's special talent. Yeah, but she's very regal, regardless. Like that is true. And Berlioz is named after the French composer Hector Berlioz. And that is why he he's was a the pianist. pianist. Uh, the kittens are actually yeah, that's important. That's a fun note. Is they're all really talented, and their mom teaches them different arts. So Toulouse paints, Marie sings, and Berlioz plays the piano, and it is. It's so cute. It's adorable. A very, very cute moment. I would say watch the movie just for that. If you can't tell, we both really love the movie, so obviously it's going to get a high mark from both of us. It was very cute. Like, there was nothing super unique or grand about the story. I think... But, like, it it carries itself on just warmth and and charm. Yes. And I honestly, I, I do like it because it even had its funny moments where, you, like, you just have to laugh. Mm-hmm. Especially with Napoleon Lafayette because at the very end of the movie, um, after the song uh, finished, pl- finished playing, they basically... Sh- announced that that's the end of the movie but in their own funny way and i thought it was adorable and so so hilarious but um should we we review it now or is there more to say i mean we've only been talking about it for like 10 minutes oh actually yeah you're just trying to rush through this aren't you no Lindsay's just like i'm done no (laughs) no i thought Uh, we genuinely talked for hours roger ebert who for those of you don't know is one of the greatest film critics of all time uh, awarded the film three stars out of four, summarizing the aristocrats as light and pleasant and funny. The characterization is strong. The voices of Phil Harris and Eva Gabor, who are O'Malley, the alley cat, and J- Duchess, respectively, are charming oh, also, in their absolute rightness. Pardon? I would also like to add that the voice actor for Duchess is also in the Green Acres um, show. So if you, any of you are interested in older... Um, Older shows. That's an interesting one. Okay. Anyway, you can continue. Oh, and we're going to get to hear her again in The Rescuers as Miss Bianca. Nice. Who's one of the leads. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's overall just such a fun movie. The uh, I do want to talk about the music, actually. Um, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat is, of course, the one I think of off the top of my head. But... O'Malley the Alley Cat is also really fun. I thought that was cute. I didn't even realize he was, like, saying all his names. I thought he was just saying other, like, people. Yeah, no, it is such a... It's it's actually, like, really nice to have music feel really focused on in the movie. And it's just... 
I don't know. I, I can't quite put it into words how the music makes me feel. I like that they're, like, it's obvious now, like, obviously it was also in the Jungle Book, but, um, how do I put this? They've, like, transitioned from doing, like, all light-hearted songs about the characters as opposed to, like, now they're doing songs by the characters. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> there we go. But, um, yeah, it's been nice to see that transition because that's more what I associate Disney movies with, with the characters singing songs about themselves and about other people. Yeah. Um, I mean, we the next movie that we're going to get to, uh, Robin Hood, we, we know from experience doesn't have a lot of, like, songs like this. But Yeah, but it's it's unique in its own way. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, this is a good time to mention, before we get to our full rating for this movie, uh, if you would like to do the podcast with us, the next one that we will be recording is Robin Hood. Um, so yeah, let us know through our social media channels if you want to participate in that, and, uh, we would love to have you. Um, so yeah, I am comfortable giving the Aristocats an A. I am as well. I don't. I'm a not comfortable giving it an S because it just doesn't feel as complete. Yeah. Something about 101 Dalmatians felt like, yes, this is an S tier movie, but Aristocats is definitely an A. I am also willing to place it above Alice in Wonderland. Nice. Are you? Honestly, yes. I would but say below so below Cinderella. Well. What do you think? I would say. I just think Cinderella is such a pure example of a Disney film. I don't know. I think it might be above Cinderella for me. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really have a type. <laughs> like, determine where it actually goes. You want to do rock, paper, scissors? Uh, we can flip a coin. Uh, heads or tails? I think heads. For me. Heads. Cool. Goes (laughs) above Cinderella then on the list. It's currently sitting at number two on our list. So for me personally, Cinderella is very slightly above it. um, Because it's just such a classic Walt Disney princess film. It's super iconic and it's wonderful. But it's it's a very narrow margin. That's true. Like, I'm not... It's not... That it's Aristocats is worse. It's that Cinderella is just so fantastic mm-hmm. for me personally. Um, so yeah, our next one up is Robin Hood, and after that is The Rescuers, uh, which will be a lot of fun. I don't know if I've actually watched The Red Rescuers. Uh, it is. It's fun. It's certainly fun. So we've got The Rescuers, and then we've got Fox and the Hound, Black, which I'm not looking forward to watching Fox and the Hound again, honestly. Uh, Black Cauldron, The Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company, The Little Mermaid, and then Rescuers Down Under, but then we're on a string of hits with Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. That sounds nice. That is, yeah, we just have a absolute blitz of fantastic content. excellent 
chef's kiss movies. Uh, So moving on from that to the things that we have been playing, watching, reading, and consuming. uh, The things we've been consuming in the past since since we recorded our last podcast episode. Uh, Lindsay, you want to go first or should I go first? I think you should go first because I don't have a lot to update people. Okay, then you you go first. Okay. Um, Honestly, I've just been continuing to watch Sailor Moon. Um, I actually crocheted Usagi for Comic-Con. So I think she turned out pretty cute. Um, Otherwise, I haven't been able to read as much as I'd like because work has just been so busy because we lost one of my coworkers. Um right. We're still waiting for someone new to come, so hopefully that'll be soon because there's only so much I can take. <laughs> That's fair. That is totally fair. Um I have been listening to scary podcasts still. Um I let me Oh let me put my I've also been running more. I guess that's interesting. That can be interesting. A um, couple of podcasts I've been listening to are Wrong Station and Horror Hill, a horror anthology. Uh, both of these are anthology series where they tell you horror stories, but they're recorded in a very... Excuse me. I can't speak this morning. I woke up like 20 minutes ago. They're recorded in a very professional fashion, so they are read and written really, really, really well. Um, and they're just fantastic to use as background noise. I use them to fall asleep. Um, and they're really Which good. I don't understand how you can possibly do that. Because they're like... just calm. Oh, man. We also watched a movie yesterday. Yeah, I'm just going to get to that. I'm not done talking about podcasts yet. Oh, continue. I also listened to a podcast called Blackwood, which is a six or eight episode podcast it is a complete story i strongly recommend it i do not want to tell anybody what it's about because i don't want to give any spoilers but you definitely check out the podcast it's called blackwood um as far as watching i we've still just been watching family guy uh, oh we also started the obi-wan kenobi show which is oh, great yeah. and we also are caught up on stranger things season four which is exceptional um strongly recommend if you guys haven't started it yet if you haven't seen stranger things at all or if you have seen up to season three but the three-year gap between th- season three and four made you kind of fall off season four is great and in my opinion some of the show's best work definitely still give it a look. love steve we still love steve uh but yes last night uh as of the time of recording this we did watch a really good thriller film called the uninvited 2009 2009. there's quite a few yeah it's uh do you want to give the like back cover blurb sure um so this uh, teenager i don't think we ever find out her age um this teenager goes back home after staying in a mental facility for about a year after her mother died from a tragic fire she attempted to unalive herself yeah and um basically she just has a bad vibe from the new girlfriend who used to be her mother's nurse yeah uh so yeah her mother died in a house fire about a year ago she comes home from the mental institution after attempting to unalive herself, and her father is dating the woman who used to be her mother's live-in nurse, and she thinks that she is hiding something. It's really good. 
It is very, very good. Um, I would also like to add we we tried to watch Unsane, Unsane, but it just made me sad uh, and uncomfortable. Yeah. So, so Unsane is a woman is involuntarily committed to an insane asylum that's essentially a scam that just waits for your insurance to pay out so they can make money. They don't care about helping you. But the whole thing, and her stalker is working there. The whole, is it confirmed? I think so. Um, we didn't get to that part. But, like, the movie shot on an iPhone, and I'm sure it's very good, but it's just so claustrophobic and oppressive and sad that we're just like, I can't finish this. Like, I'd, I'd like to know how it ends, but it... I don't want to watch the movie to get there. I think it's just, like, so nerve-wracking knowing that, like, technically she doesn't she shouldn't be there but she's there yeah. and it's like there's so much potential for a perfectly normal human being to go insane because and, they're treated like they are and the whole movie's shot like i said on an iphone 7 so it just feels really claustrophobic and weird yeah it's um, usually very close shots to the person like someone's just like standing right behind them or right yeah, in front of them just it's, watching it's also just like the way it's even acted and stuff just feels really like organic no of. i i just dark that's true i mean it's not an easy watch it's not like even when like she's in the counselor's office it's just like this counselor is like really unprofessional because like she's asking questions she absolutely shouldn't because obviously the the purpose of going to counseling is to like improve your Mm -hmm. mental well-being and it feels like she's kind of like dragging it out into the open it's just like "Mm." yeah but if she wants to talk about it, sure, whatever, but you should not be bringing it up voluntarily. Yeah, but you obviously find out that she's only doing it to try to... Well, that's true, but that was, like, my first stuff. vibe that there was something um, off. But, like, yeah, no, it's it, it's advertised as a psychological horror, but it doesn't feel, like, spooky or scary. It just feels really, really, really uncomfy the entire time. Like, I was at no point was I scared. I was just like, wow, I feel gross. What's the... What's the movie that you wanted me to watch it's like the invitation or something that was like very unsettling to watch because you knew something was going on but you weren't aware what this one is unsettling because it's just like it to me at least it feels real like you're just someone watching this happen yeah anyways that is what we've been doing uh so yeah we will Next be recording Robin Hood. If you guys want to participate in that, let us know. If you want to join our Discord and watch the movie with us, all those links are in our link tree yes. in the description. You can also check out my Twitch channel and my and uh, my YouTube Kingdom Hearts series. We're almost done Kingdom Hearts 1. And for Lindsay, you can check out... You can check out my Instagram, which is also almost at 1,500 followers. So once we reach that goal, I'm thinking... So far, pattern giveaway is very popular so that is likely very much going to be happening but i know that some people follow me also for the plush designs as well so i was thinking of doing a custom bulbasaur um giveaway so that whoever wins would be able to pick what kind of bulbasaur design they'd want which would be very cute and very fun and then um if you wanted to check out my etsy i'll be doing a sale rather shortly i believe and 
I also just released my Sylveon pattern as well. So if you're a big fan of fairy types, you can check that out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else really going on. No, that's um, totally all right. Uh, so anyways, thank you. Uh, my name is Colin. And my name is Lindsay. And we're Mr. And Mrs. Valentine. Thank you guys for listening. And please, drive. <laughs>